0: Okay, kids, let's go. No! There has been an awakening. Have you felt it?
1: Hello, what have we here?
0: These guys are so funny.
1: Hello. Holy shit! Thanks, C three Penis Face and R two Dickhead. Hello there. Lookin'. Okay. Someone you have, I would say. May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Mopar. My name is Commander Cody.
0: We have Mr. Jacob Weiss with us. You can say hi. Hi. (laughs) I need a (laughs) screenshot of your face before you said that. What? What? We're on a show? Is it, what? I'm, is it a camera? I'm What's weird.
1: going on? I thought it was the voices again in my head.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome, uh, Weiss, aka Little Drinks. Thank you for having me, aka, AKA Not, not Jake. Hashtag not Jake. Hashtag not Jake. No. Not Jake.
1: What up, though? Matthew Williamson's with us live, uh, and also
0: Lord Kerner, Lord Thank Kerner, you guys
1: for tuning in. Yeah. What? What uh, is this? One fifty-six.
0: One fifty-six. You know it. So it's just too many. We're That's trudging along. Trudging. As you like we're, to say. We only have three three or four words in our vocabulary. <laughs> trudging. And trudging. like we said, we're diving in. We got to dive into this shit pissed over here. And like we
1: said, pretty much always. Say. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, we we're trudging too. I'm pissed. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're going to be getting into a lot of shit. Um, I do have, now that we have Mr. Weiss with us. I have, a, I have a big question that I want to get into, but we'll get into that a little later. Okay. You guys have something to drink?
0: I do. Yeah. I don't know what this is. I got a special surprise that I'll talk more about next week, but uh, w- part of that surprise included this. Uh, it is from Odd 13 Brewing, and it's called the Double Thirteen 13. Specifically, 13 with a D. I don't know why it says that. Um, 13. It's a double IPA. Not your standard IPA. 8.5%. Double 13 is a hazy double IPA intensely hopped with a centennial and mosaic. 13 makes me think of uh, Mitch Hedberg. 13 is a very un- unlucky number. So should the letter be because it's a scrunch together 13. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Bob. Get the fuck away. <laughs> the best. And then I also have another one. From Knee Deep called Breaking Bud. I think we've had this before. Maybe yeah, not on the show. I think maybe like Alex brought this over at some point. Um, but I have this too. So if I run out, I'm gonna start sipping on this then. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. is What are you drinking, man? I have a. Uh, to shoot. <laughs> uh, confused. Fresh squeezed IPA. Perplexed. I know what it Weiss. is. Come I have on, it all man. day. Come on. You need, yeah. a, you need a coffee. What have you been doing all afternoon? How many beers playing, deep are you? Playing games. Like. Two. <laughs> Two? Yeah, just two. Oh, thank God. Uh, Jacob Weiss just subscribed live to the (laughs) Roast Watching Podcast. Finally, so you can see the chat stream.
2: I did it just so you guys would say my name again.
1: Oh my God, Jacob Weiss over here. Hello, fellas, Mr. Mike Mann, who's local to Columbus. Sup? Sup, bro? Thanks for joining. What
0: went on this weekend? You guys doing anything? Beer Fest. What happened? For the first time ever. So Columbus Beer Fest, that happens twice a year. And for whatever reason, we always end up being out of town or we have something else and I can never go. But I finally got to go yesterday and it was glorious. All the beer you could ever drink for a very low, low fee of like 60 bucks. What? Yeah. That's that's nice. It was amazing. And I got Is mine it? like late, like the day of. Pre-sale tickets were like 45. But basically, you just go in, you get 25 drink tickets. But most of the time when you, when you get a beer, they don't really take your ticket. So you pretty much just as much as you can drink. And you get like a little six ounce little mini mug, and you just walk around into the, the different brewery tents and try their beers.
1: Oh, did they have the pretzel
0: stuff? Unflavor your eyes, your palate. They—I was confused. They weren't selling them, but a bunch of people had like pretzel necklaces, and we were like, huh. "Where'd you buy those? Like, can I get one of those? Like, oh, you have to bring them." It's like I would never <laughs> think to bring a necklace made of pretzels and shit to a to a beer convention, but apparently yeah, that's B-Y-O-P-B, the thing. B Y O P B, bring your own pretzel. Yeah. breakfast. What yeah. the fuck? So apparently, <laughs> apparently that's a thing. Uh, just so, you know, to clear your palate between beers and everything. But uh, it was okay. They they wash your mug out before they pour. So it was good. Um, I had a few interesting things like, you know, day shoots we get, but there was a few beers that they only had there that aren't actually like sold in Ohio. So the Fruit Fight Hazy IPA was awesome. Uh, there's a new, I discovered a new brewery called Taft's from Cincinnati. I had their Oktoberfest was good. Like- like President Taft? Yeah, he's actually like on the fucking logo and shit. But, yeah, because it's the, the fat one, right? Yeah, the fat one that died in his bathtub, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a new goals. one. There's a new Hashtag one. goals! Hashtag but, dying drunk in your bathtub as a president? Yeah, with a ham sandwich and everything. <laughs> has to be a ham sandwich. It's turkey, it a soggy then bagel. you <laughs> failed at life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> had a new one called Abusive. IBU Abusive. It's a double, but it was actually really, really fucking smooth for being a double IPA. Um, some other ones from Jackie O's, et cetera, et cetera. Just try to get a variety. Try not to have the ones that I always have. And then uh, a new one from Grove City Brewing Company, which I didn't even know existed. So I'm going to be checking them out more regularly now. Uh, the Wiggy was a white IPA. Some highlights. I forgot to check in some, but I probably had like 12 different styles. It was good. It's fun shit. Noise. So Noice. now we have to make that like a regular thing. Like it happens in the summer and in the winter. So we definitely need to go in the wintertime. Uh-huh. They have a big
2: one out here, but I haven't been to it yet. They like take over the whole um, like fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to go to that next year.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what they did here. It was that the Express Live, the outdoor um, concert pavilion that we have here? And it was inside where I saw BT Man last week and it was outside in like the lawn area and then there was a whole parking lot area that they blocked off and there was tents there too. Like it took over. It was fucking huge. Did they have any games? Um, I don't think so. Like, you know, like bow and arrows or anything like that? Or Contra. I don't think you want drunk people <laughs> shooting bows and arrows in, a, in an <laughs> open lawn area. <laughs> that might be you a bad idea. beer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you get a bullseye, you get a free beer. No, no games that I saw. There was a, a silent disco. Have you heard of this before? Why? Yeah. No. I've never heard of it until now. It's, it's just, really weird. It is really weird. So you get Bluetooth headphones and there's like three settings and there's a DJ mixing three different styles of music and everybody's like in this little area and dancing and everything, but there's no speakers. It's all through your headphones. So it's really funny if you don't have headphones and, yeah, you're, and you're watching When you're watching the them and people are just like fucking dancing around like this. And it's completely silent, just like Kotor, where they're just stripping to like
2: <laughs> in the background, exactly
0: yeah. like that. Yeah,
2: you can't you can't hear the music because you're in the next room, but you can still see them behind you, like dancing with their swords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every time when you leave the room in Kotor, like the Wookiees just standing behind you, waiting for you to walk in the room.
1: It <laughs> was fun though, dude. I was just watching uh, um, Power Rangers, and the Green Ranger with his fucking dragon flute. Dragon it is blatantly shit. a trumpet sound. It Wait, makes really? me so mad.
0: I haven't heard or seen any of that in a long time. It's just like... Da-da-da-da-da. Like, what <laughs> the fuck
1: is happening right now? Why would you make it a trumpet?
0: Oh, my God. They were God. all hammered.
1: I was... All, we were just watching it because it was so cringy. And uh, um, the voiceovers, like, they must have saved a lot of money from just reusing film. Because the only thing they really had to do redo is the actual actors... Like in Angel Grove, like walking around, because mm-hmm. when they're suited up, you can, it's clearly not them.
0: Yeah, because wasn't it originally like a Japanese show? They like kind of yeah. Re, yeah, recut it. Yeah.
1: So pretty much all of the Zord fights, all of the suited Power Ranger fights, all all of the evil villain like footage, that is all already there. So they they just had to do the Angel Grove teenager parts. Everything else, there's no faces in it. It's kind of obvious. It's it's <laughs> terribly obvious. It's hilarious, man. No, it's it's awesome, and I was just and I, we were talking earlier, probably four months ago, like you said, the eyeball (laughs) villains, yeah, 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 all the crazy villains. The one that was in the episode today was a uh, stoplight turtle.
0: It was a big like turtle demon thing, and he had a stoplight coming out of the back. So bad. Oh, that I thought it was he was just happened to be under a stoplight in that picture. No, it's part of him. That's why yeah, I not... wasn't he in the game. That would have been great. Yeah, uh, if you guys could see that. <laughs> the stoplight
1: turtle. That is it, it's the post is in the fucking back of the What?
0: I knew it looked goofy when you sent that in the in the group chat, but it literally looked like that was just part of the street. Yeah, it looks like he's in an and intersection. Knowing that it's like stemming out of his shell off his back is <laughs> so ridiculous. Crazy. They have the dumbest shit ever on that show. That's why it's
1: so great. It's so See the 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 cringy thing is, even for the 90s, like all the Zord fights mm-hmm. are filmed like a 60s Godzilla film where it's blatantly a guy in a suit right. stopping on a train set. Yeah, like, like little I, tiny villages, toy village and stuff. It's it's 1992. Like we have something better than this. Like Jurassic Park is right around the fucking corner and there's dinosaurs running around. Not for we a Nickelodeon
0: show. Not for a Nickelodeon show. I right. understand. Or it wasn't even Nick, whatever it was. But yeah. They couldn't do that. Yeah. So I was
1: just... I, we watched one full episode and Trailer Park Turtle
0: fucking came out of the woodworks and I couldn't... <laughs> Speaking couldn't of special it. effects and budget for TV shows, this is one thing that we I wanted to bring up is uh, they announced that Jon Favreau's new Star Wars series is getting a budget of $10 million. For ten episodes, yeah. For ten episodes, which is a million dollars an episode. So for a TV show that's pretty fucking huge. It's like Game of Thrones status. So I think we won't have to worry about terrible Power Rangers. Effects. How long are they supposed to be? One hour? Hopefully. I don't know. It's Disney's new streaming service, so it's not I don't know, like Netflix shows are always like fifty minutes. HBOs like usually fifty-five minutes. I don't know. It'll we'll probably see. be like
2: right around there, yeah. Cause I think most of the Direct to stream stuff ends up cutting right around
1: like fifty-five. I hope
0: they're like so an hour and a half. So that's sixteen
1: thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars per minute of an episode. I've never calculated things per minute. I there's numbers. <laughs> they do that for you. Awesome. What, uh, Mr. Weiss? What did you do this weekend? Um, I watched. Oh wait. Sorry okay. to interrupt. Mike Mann just said a hundred million for ten episodes.
0: Yeah, not, not ten it's million. 10, oh, sorry, sorry. Million. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, w- I was thinking as I said that that it was kind of a, a lower budget, ten million per yeah. episode.
2: My bad. Because that's uh, right around what Game of Thrones is at. I think that's what Rome was for HBO. Is that good? Have you watched that? What Rome?
0: Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I have the DVD box <laughs> set. <laughs> I remember Butterclone always watched that in uh, when we lived so together in college. Yeah.
2: That actually ties into what I did this weekend because I watched uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy
0: and it's the same guy in it. <sighs> I need to watch that too.
1: See, that stuff, it takes me... That's what Butter... Uh, yeah, Butter Clone's into is a lot of Roman shit. Um, but it, t- I do like that. But there's a lot of politics that come along with the Roman culture that I can't stand. It's just like, why are we sitting in a circle three episodes straight <laughs> discussing shit where no one's wearing underwear? Why? That's the only like, thing that separates them. So like
0: everything? Attack of the Clones? Yes. <laughs> All right, so... We're uh, just going to walk down this quiet hallway, and then we're going to walk down <laughs> this quiet hallway, and then we're going to sit down and talk. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did pick up a, a book.
1: I don't think I showed this on the... On it's the, not a Star Wars book? Football. How dare you? It looks, no, like, it looks like football. You no, know, it's called Clash of Eagles, and it's kind of an alternative history or uh, historical fiction where what if the Roman Empire never fell, and they... Traveled to America. So Ooh. it's like the Roman Empire coming into an advanced Indian culture. And they the Indians actually have higher like technology weapons at that point. That so sweet. my mind's already fucked with just like trying to understand that plot, I guess, like the setting. Yeah. Dude, the Romans are gonna get fucked. Can't wait.
2: <laughs> if you like uh, those like alternate ones, there's this book uh called God is Dead really good it's kind of like the uh,
1: same thing. I th- actually think I've read that
2: yeah it's like uh, society breaks up after they find out that God was real but they found out after he died and then there's like this like anthropologist culture versus like this historical culture and they're like at war with each other it's a really weird like really weird book but maybe I didn't read that
1: that doesn't sound familiar
2: maybe you're oh. thinking of the, the Black Sabbath
1: one God is dead Man, I can't believe Ozzy isn't dead. You know how old that guy is? Jesus. He's a That's savage. One... That, yeah, he is a savage. And uh, by the way, his uh, world detour with his son, the funny, fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. The what is it? Him and his son, uh, Jack, yeah. they tour together. like Just like a, a travel show. Oh. And it's
0: fucking hilarious. I didn't know that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's uh, definitely worthwhile. My dad watches that shit because he's just like, oh, Ozzy's talking. It's fucking funny. So, um, which <laughs> I'm actually a says. part of that, that. I'm on that train too. Every time Ozzy just talks.
0: Cool. It's, yeah, it's funny, man.
1: Um, Prince of Darkness. I actually squeezed my way on over to uh, East Side of Columbus. This I weekend. saw that. So I went to the uh, Me Nationals. Um, biggest Mopar, na- Mopar car say, no show one knows that. what you're talking about. <laughs> the Mopar Nationals, which uh, I go every year with my family, um, but I didn't think I was going to go this year, and I was able to squeeze it out. Um, fun. Rained. Yeah. Very
0: wet. Yeah. I drove through four though. goddamn thunderstorms. Four thunderstorms on the way there. Dude, it wasn't just raining. It was bad. Like It looked yeah. like hail was falling. The raindrops were so huge that morning. Yep. That was crazy. Yeah. It's normally about a six, six
1: and a half hour drive. I It, it was almost like seven and a half hours. Just because of the... oh my God, I can't stand going like 55 in a 70. Just get the fuck out of the way. If you can't handle it, get off the road. I can't handle
0: it. You need to uh, find some new hyperspace lanes. <laughs> that's
1: supposed to be the you hyperspace need, you lane.
0: You need L3 and the fucking navigation charts to get you around it all. you right. I got to go through the mall. <laughs> <laughs> East side. Um, nice. Well, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Saw some pics, so, some fucking cars and shit. I oh, actually yeah. saw something popped top of my Facebook from the, the either the first or the second time that I went with you back in the day. It wasn't that great of a photo, but it was like 11 years ago or something. Craziness. Oh, yeah.
1: 11 years ago? Yeah. Is that when I threw up in the tent?
0: <laughs> and I slept in a mini car <laughs> outside. <laughs> That's for another, another time. That could be the whole episode hey. in and of itself. But Jacob Weiss, what's up? Do we know when... Sorry, I'm looking stuff up. Do we know when uh, the researched. Clone Wars Season 7 comes out? I don't think they said. It's, I think it's supposed to be on the streaming service. So, end of 2019. And same with the TV show? Yeah, quarter four 2019 is the only info that we have at this time, I think. Huh. Mm-hmm. I just
2: realized that it's rumored to be about Mandalorians, but then also Season 7 will have the Siege of Mandalore. So... That Shit. might be in part why they decided to bring back season seven and finish it. It might literally lead like right into what the plot of the TV show is going to be about.
0: Well, the show takes place after six, though, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, but if they finish Siege of Mandalore and then they, it shows kind of like where the Mandalorians are left at, and then we see them again in Rebels, and then it just kind of like reminds the fans of Mandalore and like how important Concord Dawn and all that stuff is.
0: Yeah, because what the hell are they doing throughout the? Galactic Empire. That's in Rebels. That's right before. Well, sorry. Not through the Galactic Empire. I mean, through the Civil War and everything. Like during the movie uh, timeline. What are they doing? Fucking off. I don't know. <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> going back to their ways. Hunting shit for, down. For, recording podcasts. Mm-hmm. So are
1: you guys going to rate your beers or what?
0: Uh, Yeah, Three. this is a so two. I drink it every day. <laughs> what happened? Commander, what'd you say? Two. Two. It's good, but it's a double. Not something that you can, you know, drink casually every fucking day. But it's good. Three. No, that day shoots is the most, one of the
2: most solid. And I say that because I really do drink it like every day. Yeah. Fresh Squeeze is one of my favorites.
1: Out of
0: Ben, Oregon, it is. And I've never seen a tall boy of that before. That's cool.
2: Yeah. I've been drinking this and they're a Pacific Wonderland. Nice. Which specific one? the Pacific Wonderland
1: Piss Wonderland uh wait I don't think I've had that one what what is that it's uh I think it's one of their newer ones
2: because I hadn't had it until about a month ago and they're already out of it at our bottle shop um Pacific Wonderland it is a log... a lot i am not even gonna look it up communication refreshing so it's a logger yeah, and it's probably crisp, uh, light, and refreshing. Because that's usually <laughs> <the place. laughs>
1: some I mean, your wife was just hired
0: by day uh, twenty minutes ago. So. There's crisp. some descriptions of beer that are just pointless. <laughs> yeah, they're this like beer all is the same. Hoppy and carbonated. It's wet, drinkable. Thank you. That helps a lot. So that's weird. It
2: says it's a lager, but then it says that it's malt pilsner. I
0: don't know. Pilsner is a lager.
2: Yeah, I know, but I feel like they would say
0: that on the bottle. They were obviously hammered when they did it.
1: I'd actually like to look at that beer tree again uh, because there's so many different types of ales. But when we say there's only two types of beers, lager and ales, I can only think of like Pilsner under lager. Yeah,
0: a lager and a Pilsner. (laughs) Well, Pilsner's a lager. A lager isn't a Pilsner, technically. (laughs) Yes, I guess, technically.
1: So what other beers are labeled under the lagering process? I don't know.
0: Look it up, man.
1: I'm trying. <laughs> Google
2: lager versus P-
0: Shinobi. P- Do it.
2: American Amber, Czech Pilsner, Bach, Doppelbach, German Pilsner. Oh, Bachs
0: are P- lagers.
2: American Pale Lager, Steam Beer. These these are fake.
0: Well, Amber can be an Amber Ale. doesn't have to be. Watch an Amber American
2: Lager so I guess a 32 of high life
1: would be a lager yeah well yeah pretty much every cheap beer is going to be a lager
0: I think think it's about time to uh, get our boy Alex next time back on the show next time to help tell us what the fuck's happening yeah that would be I need to let me see beer chart okay styles pale lager Helles, Pilsner, Marzen, Bach, Dunkel, Doppelbach, Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer? Yeah, your Schwartz is as big as mine. Box, pale lagers, and dark lagers, huh? I don't like box very much. I think the only only lager style I really really like is the Pilsner. Yeah, I wonder why, though. Because I don't like the other ones. They don't taste good. (laughs) Because the other ones taste like shit. (laughs) They don't taste like ass. That's why. Double box... Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that
1: Box would be under a lager. I thought they would be an ale. I agree. Like, I thought Box were somewhere between like a porter and like a brown ale.
0: Brown ale. Brown. <laughs> Moving along.
1: No, I, I always like looking at that stuff, looking at the the chemistry or the
0: taxometry. Yeah, it. we need to have uh, expert beer risers on. I think a little more frequently. Just to tell us what the fuck is up. In yeah, reality. I don't know anything. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's cold and I like it. Yep. And that's that guy continued that sentence. I don't know anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never have. Never done. Are you guys playing anything? What are you uh, Jacob Weiss is a big gamer? What are you doing over here? Black Ops. Black Ops oh, for like real. Single <laughs> day,
2: every day. Team Deathmatch, Search and Destroy, <laughs> Gun Game, One in the Chamber, Sticks and Stones. Wait, the original best, one? What are you What are you talking about? Best, yeah, best game ever made, best map <laughs> design, best level design, best map movement, best gun tier system, best purchasing system, best ranking. <sighs> every every time you get every time you get prestige, you reset and start over. That's that's leveling the game. That's how you go.
1: See, I was well only because the most recent Call of Duty, I. Played was Modern Warfare Three since I got it, but uh, yeah, it is very similar, and I do really enjoy the maps in Modern Warfare Three, like the the um, airport that you can f- shoot. Oh my god, that airport! I loved it all fucking day. Carbon, I loved it. The underground, loved it. I, I dude, there's so many good maps in that one.
2: We gotta we gotta hop on Black Ops and just do a private like a private lobby. Because I think there's enough of us that we can run full games without having to deal with like online lag or like hackers or anything like that. Like we can just play Search and Destroy with like eight of us and go four v four.
1: I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. We'll so, to, yeah, yeah. short, tactical. We have to email the globalists, make sure they don't. They give us at least <laughs> an hour. Um, no, yeah.
0: we should. We should try to set up like a like maybe a once a month or twice a month thing where all of us can be online at the same time. Yeah, that and game do that, kind of just, shit.
1: that
2: game is so fun.
0: Can we set up our own like LAN?
1: Okay, is there is there a way to do that where you're not actually there? Where to be? Sh- well, I guess it'd be your own server. Well, they have they have private lobbies. Like they I can just make you can just
2: invite all your friends and play like you could play one v one online if you want to. Shit. Which they don't really do anymore. So that, that, that's one reason why I like that game. Is because like you'll I'll play with people for a little bit like in Search and Destroy, and they'll be they'll want to play like a three v three, and so they'll just send like private invites, but. Hmm. The, it, the game's fun. The gun game's fun. Like, all the wager match stuff.
1: Gun game is... It pisses me off so gun much. There's always that one fucker that <laughs> runs around knifing everybody because he's not good enough to shoot anybody. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be one away from the end and I'll get knifed ten times and be like, fuck that. Can't, I can't win now. Dude, <laughs> I I am so limited. So I, I'm... Not great at the game, but I'm decent. But as soon as I get to the snipers, that's where I'm fucked. I can't kill with snipers.
2: That's where you just put the
1: muzzle in someone's
2: back and pull the trigger. (laughs) Don't even try to just run up point blank and pull it.
1: Yeah. But but then you knife me and I'm fucked again. Forever fucked. Forever. I saw
2: saw that you and uh, I think Tommy Boy had signed on
1: recently on Black Ops within the past year. So I know you have it. You know, I think I sold it, though. Because I unloaded my... I sold my 360. Yeah, I mean, I you can get it for it like 50 cents. Dundies.
0: What's that? Yeah, You can get it for like 50 cents now. Huh? Well, Modern Warfare 3 was still $30. Digital, oh, yeah. yeah. Just get it at like GameStop or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah Some of those it. backwards compatible games you have to get on the store. Some of them you don't.
2: So if this you can, one if I you did can, my disc. Yeah, yeah so didn't. if
0: you can get the disc, it's probably like a dollar at GameStop.
2: Yeah, since I'm playing PUBG most of the time, like when I don't feel like playing like a long, like draining game, I'll just play Black Ops for like an hour or so, or even in between PUBG matches if I get like raged, <laughs> I'll just remove yeah, just myself
0: pretty regularly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh man.
1: Yeah. We've been uh, Tommy Boy and I jumped on Overwatch last weekend. It's still it's still a fun game. I enjoy it. It's so simple. But you can get enraged very quickly when you yeah. play up against a good team, because yeah. there's nothing you can do once you get against once you find a good team that everybody's mastered their own character, you can't do anything. Yeah I'm not that good. I can't that's all I'll say because
0: I've got like my three characters that are my go-to's. Outside of that, I'm still experimenting. -hmm. Yeah, I haven't played shit since I got back from that conference. I need to dive back in. I was hoping I yeah. had time today, but I ran out of time.: Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yes! I've been playing uh, Pokemon. I haven't played anything. Played Pokemon today though. Well, I haven't been playing my, my Xbox, is what I meant, because that's usually all I haunt, play. Hot, hot, no. I have haunted me. No, No, uh, who are you gonna? Who are you
2: gonna replace when you need fly? That's my question. Because I looked at your lineup; it's looking pretty good, but you're gonna need a a, a flying Pokemon.
0: That's a good question, and I was actually pretty. Uh, disappointed in how much like how Growlithe is not that good. I'm a big fan of the like the actual type of Pokemon it, itself, but he was not that great and I was kind of annoyed about it. You got to get uh, Bite. Bite's strong. He came with Bite, but... Super Bite. So my, my lineup as of today is uh, I started with Bulbasaur, so now I have Venusaur. Uh, Primeape, Haunter, Doug Trio, Jolteon, and Growlithe, and I think I'm gonna swap Growlithe out with a water Pokemon instead. Get rid of Jolteon. Jolteon's been fucking yeah. killing it though.
2: Yeah, but you'll be able to use like an EV evolution or the legendary
0: at some point. I might swap Primeape out for a flying Pokemon because I will. <laughs> you're right. I will need fly at some point.
2: I don't know that fighting because he's fighting type,
0: right? Yeah,
2: that's gonna kind of be important when you get to the gyms.
0: When I get
1: into the yeah, uh, I feel like if you always have to have like a I don't want to call them a, a generic Pokemon Pokemon because they're fighting, but like someone like a Machamp or a Hitmonlee or you know someone of those the kind of bland that is just like a physical beat the shit out of someone Pokemon. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Primeape. He's been he's my second one that I started using, so he's been serving me well over the past few hours. That I've been playing. But yeah, I don't know. I just, Growlithe did not do it for me. I think I'm just going to ditch the fire element altogether. Because like there's more elements than there are. You can only hold six Pokemon. There's more than six types. Right. So you have to to cut a few of those out at some point. Do Zubats fly? I don't know if they can learn fly. That's a good question. They are considered flying type, like flying and poison, but I don't know if they can learn the move fly. Because that'd be cool if you had a Golbat or what is it? Golbat. Golbat. Golbat? Yeah. That didn't sound right, Golbat. By hate, the way, Goldberg,
1: Goldberg from Mighty Ducks, did you see him recently? Oh no. What? The actor. Yeah. He looks like a murderer and he was found <laughs> it, No, it looks like yeah. How do we get
0: from Pokemon to Goldberg?
1: Cuz I went from Golbat to Goldberg, but uh yeah, there was recent uh, information about the actor who played him. In Mighty Ducks. That's him? Yeah, it's on really
0: unfortunate. Dude. He looks. I don't know like if it, anybody watches Shameless, but he looks like the drunk professor in Shameless. Yeah. Holy a, shit. That's in the him? worst
1: way possible. Yeah. Oh that's,
0: my. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. That's unfortunate, but. Yeah,
1: it's like everything that could have gone wrong has, and
0: that's how he ended up. I'm going to throw this up on Mopar's screen really quick. Yeah, it
1: is uh, very unfortunate, but that, <laughs> oh that's what we're. He does man.
0: not look good. <laughs> it you doesn't even look hate. like the same human being. No, it looks like his like a grandfather, like a sixty-year-old homeless person. Yeah. Oh, jeez.
1: That's what happens, man. It, it's crazy how many like um, kid actors that like turn out to be just <laughs> terrible.
0: His name is Sean Weiss.
1: I don't think that's real, guys. Weiss, what is your cousin doing?
2: That looks so fake. Someone it, do the math.
0: Yeah, but it's on a Fox thing. It's not like it's on the onion or some shit.
2: Yeah, but Fox is fake news. So
0: Everything's fake news. Let's, let's be real about wrong. it. Oh, I will. Let me find him. Let me text him. Okay? I think it's, it's clear now that anyone with the last name Weiss is a menace to society. Down for a hockey game? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> can't I'm in jail <laughs> oh dude that's crazy how do we get from Pokemon to the Mighty Ducks
1: I already because oh, Jacob Weiss's haircut remind me of, uh,
0: of that story how do we get um, from Pokemon to Mighty Ducks I don't remember either <laughs> I right, have one more thing to say about Pokemon thanks to uh, Zale in the group chat for saying to get the emulator on your phone so much better. I love the feeling of having like an actual Game Boy in my hand, like playing the legit game. Mm -hmm. But I've played that game so many times. There's so many things that you want to just skip through or like fast forward through and having the emulator just makes it so easy. Just bust it out, start, fast forward and zip through everything like five times faster. It's it's so much nicer. That's cool that uh, you're able to get that on
1: Apple now. Yeah, because those I used to have that uh, a few years ago. But uh, it would automatically make me run, so I didn't have to walk through everything. Yeah, it, there was an automatic run button that uh, obviously cuts a lot of your time down between cities and stuff. But uh.
0: yeah, for a while you had to jailbreak the iPhone, so that would let you install like third-party Change. apps and everything. Change the date. And but now they they whatever one of the new updates is in the OS, you can <laughs> download stuff outside of the App Store and then just like approve. The developer and then you can run it anyway so you don't have to really change anything and it doesn't fuck up your operating system and all that but uh yes cool. it's really easy to use and it's been fucking fun i am See, i just got to sabrina's gym oh you're pretty far then yeah you got to get Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl. Yeah. i have to go that can be a him. flying type oh good call I'm trying to think
1: Pretty, of another like, badass. Le- I guess a legendary bird, but I wouldn't want to teach a legendary bird fly.
2: I mean, I used to go with like the would and push that, but I don't remember if you could actually learn
0: fly. I have Farfetch'd. He's he's chilling with the um, the Pokemon babysitter. Oh uh, yeah, Vermillion.
2: But I mean, originally I used to do the Pidgey, and I would like just train the shit out of Pidgey because they low key get really strong.
1: Uh, yeah, Pidgeys uh, are especially
2: really if you yeah if you start with them and you train them the whole way they're super obedient uh but Aerodactyl, solid
1: the other one that i w- would always go out of my way to get right at the beginning of the game was uh a nidoran because you had to go over like towards the pokemon league right at the beginning of the game and those bushes over there um and i always got a male one because i always wanted to end up with a nitto king and they were like unstoppable at the end of the fucking game yeah they're just as strong as like a venusaur at the end uh
2: I'm trying to I'd think. always do gear dose too. Always. Every game I've ever played.
0: Oh, really? I don't have yeah, the patience for I that. Do,
2: I do. Well, you get TM share and then you put Magikarp in the front. So every match that opens, Magikarp's first and then you switch to your strongest Pokemon. Yeah. And then they split it. But then with TM share also, then it'll split throughout like everyone.
1: Yeah, that's what I always did. That, yeah, had my first it's Pokemon. So, like an Abra. So if I, if yeah. I had an Abra. I yeah. Did
2: like if you don't have, if you didn't do Squirtle, then it's worth getting Gyarados because like Water Pump and all that stuff is
0: insane. Yeah, yeah. So for like whenever I, I played. Yeah, yeah. I, I love got. the Polywag, Poliwrath, Polygon, whatever the fuck. Poly- I liked it. Polygon. that's
1: a whole other Pokemon.
0: Poly <laughs> What? Polywhirl, polywag, Poliwag, Poliwurl, Poliwrath. Sorry. Yes. Poligod. bitch. But I I'm always back. would get a bunch of Pokemon like right at the beginning and keep training them. And it would I would just take forever just trying to level them up just to get to a gym. This time I literally just, I stuck with Bulbasaur for quite a while. Blasted through Brock's gym because that was so easy. Just vine Whip mm. everybody to death. And same with um, Misty's. And then found myself a Mankey and would just worked on him. And then I was just kind of getting them kind of slowly. So they were always the same level and I didn't have to spend like too much extra time trying to level them up. Until now I finally have a crew of six. Yeah, Vine Whip and what was the other one? Sweet Leaf?
1: What was it? It's Razor a Black Leaf. Sabbath song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Razor Leaf's good. Razor Leaf is legit. You could legitimately just do Razor Leaf throughout the entire fucking game. Yeah, it's good. And probably beat it. I always liked uh, Golem, too. I would try to get Graveler and Golem. They were usually my physical one, but they have so many weaknesses. Plant and water are sucked. And ground,
0: the rocks. I know, but ground Diglett is a beast against G- Geodude and fucking Onyx and yeah. shit.
2: Well, you have you have Dugtrio too, don't you?
0: I have Dugtrio, yeah, yeah. That's huge. Their dig is so strong. Dugtrio is awesome. He's been one of my favorites for a while, and of course, Haunter. I had to get Haunter right away. Yeah. Did you guys play Pokemon Snap growing up? I think we
2: did
1: a little uh,
0: bit. I didn't have an N sixty four. Thanks for reminding me. Fucking oh, yeah. <laughs> <an> asshole! <laughs> Turn this fucking thing off. <laughs> no, I think I played it. And it wasn't my favorite. I'm after I play this and finish Fire Red. I'm going to play the uh, the Trading Stadium. Card Game. Stadium.
2: Stadium with the actual Game Boy adapter for your controller was
0: the best. Well, how what, how mind blowing was that back in the day? I,
2: I couldn't believe it. Like my friend had Stadium one and two, and we would switch off playing between them and we would spend like it was my neighbor so we would play all week like training new pokemon for that week's battle and then every sunday i'd go to his house in the morning just would a fresh egg rolls <laughs> <laughs> we would play the pokemon stadium
1: breakfast damage
2: and, and we had it we had it set up so like we couldn't use the same pokemon two weeks in a row so you always had to come back with like a whole new team that's
0: awesome week. that's awesome yeah that sounds cool that's fun i need some trading card game in my life yeah that sounds fun I wonder, I, ha- I need to check on this uh, emulator, but I think you can play like you would with a um, the system link cable. You can do like over Wi-Fi, but I don't know if you have oh, to where? be like near somebody or if you can just do it with anybody that has a phone. So I wonder if like we could play the same thing together.
1: Uh, I actually had an emulator on my computer and it would allow me to open up two games and yeah. I could trade with myself and that's how I would get Alakazam. I remember that. Yeah. I would always get Kazam because he is unstoppable. He's one of those unstoppable ones. He I just always go for the ghost everything.
0: instead. Yeah, I always go for the ghost ones instead. So I'll have Gengar eventually, or maybe I'll just keep Haunter forever. I've never played never. Yu-Gi-Oh. Me neither. It's so fun. No, it's not. Hey. I <laughs> just hey, I've I've never played it, so obviously it's not good. Digital monsters.
2: Digimon. Get out of here. Get out of here. That shit gave me nightmares.
0: <laughs> what, nightmares. the show
1: or the game? Both. They had the, some of the worst
0: names. Was- Hyper, Mega,
1: Ultra. I, I, I
0: actually, literally, now that you mention it, I don't remember anything about it. That shows you the power of, like, Pokemon was so, like, story-driven and the styles and the types of Pokemon were so important. I remember everything. Digimon, I played the shit out of. On like the little device, but I don't remember a single Digimon's name, whatsoever.
2: It was just scary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why?
2: It was was
0: Tamagotchi to the max.
2: Did you watch the Yu-Gi-Oh show at least?
0: No, that was a little after the the Digimon show.
2: No Yu-Gi-Oh the show. No, no, it's on Netflix. You should watch it. No, dude, it's so good.
0: Joey's got like
2: a Brooklyn accent. No, it's hilarious. Joey from Friends? No, well, kind of, but.
0: (laughs) Well, how do you. Where's the. Did you
1: guys know the Black Ranger was missing a finger? What does that even mean? The Black Ranger, the actor, was missing a finger. He was missing his middle finger. I'm just telling (laughs) you, I'm throwing down (laughs) facts. If you want to learn, it's today. (laughs)
2: No, but he was missing it in real life.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Uh, I (laughs) never would have noticed that. No. Vulcan skull. That's what we should go as for uh, Halloween. (laughs) One of us isn't morbidly obese, though.
0: (laughs) How do we counter that part? I don't know. One of us has to be morbidly obese. The other one has to become a fucking heroin addict. Let's (laughs) get on it. (laughs) I'll pull a a Mac and Always Sunny and just eat chimichangas every day. (laughs) Chimichangas? gain, Gain 60 pounds. Shimmy Chongas. All right, let's, let's talk about Star Wars. All right, so I got a, uh, I got a question for you guys. I want to hear the question about it. About it.
1: <laughs> so I was thinking, with all this hatred and all this offense, and the fandoms all up in arms, and I just was, I was trying to think of what's the core issue. And one of the big <laughs> things is our expectation. <laughs> what? What? Nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't stand... Where, this is the last time we're having At least on. you didn't say spark. Spark. <laughs> okay, what's the core, core issue? What's the core issue of, like, the fandom? And it's the t-shirt you made. At, we People's expectations weren't met. So my, I'm trying to, like, backpedal all the way back into... Why? Like, what what went wrong? Where's the disconnect? So my question is, when you guys go see a Star Wars movie, what are your expectations? Or do they change movie to movie? Do they change? F- okay.
0: <laughs> from um... I think I learned a hard lesson from Last Jedi that I'm not going to have any more. Walking into the movie, regardless, you do. So, that's the most biased yeah. thing. Yeah, no, don't never. Try not to. I'm a zen. Always, I'm a zen master. I don't have any expectations whatsoever. You I, should I, always
2: know. Yeah, you should always know what you like and what you want, and you should always hope for the best. It's how you deal with not getting what you expect, which shows that the problem is the people, not the content. Like, if the problem yeah. was the content, then you would. I'm like almost sick of talking about it, but it's. <laughs> it's a it's a people thing it's not it's not a disney thing it's not i don't know it's a it's I a agree. traditionalist thing it's not wanting things to change even though people say they're okay with them
0: changing it's a nostalgia thing yeah
1: but there's, there's a deeper issue there it's not just that because i think if someone just for example i'm 110 years old i saw episode four in theaters when i was 30 and it was the first, perfect thing ever what was, what was I expecting? A fun movie where a poor kid overcomes the devil. <laughs> it's awesome. Perfect. Okay, poor kid. He's, he's a nobody. He doesn't have anybody. Boom, he blows up and wins. It's the good guys win. When I look at like our point of view or what I'm expecting, I don't actually want the good guys to win 100% of the time. And I don't want it to be so cut and dry. I want it. To, so my issue is When I go into a Star Wars film, I want to actually feel like the good guys are losing because in the original trilogy, for whatever reason, play that again, you want to be unsure of it. Exactly. Which is not how I felt. Even, I mean, there hasn't been a Star Wars film yet that made me feel like the, the good guys might lose. Last Jedi? There's 12 people left. The issue is, you want to know why? I do. Because they're fucking laughing through half the movie. <laughs> Poe at the very beginning is making the stupidest fucking jokes when he knows there's only 30 people behind him. They're all, and that's all that's it. Aha, let's get Hux on the phone. <laughs> or okay. No, <laughs> fucking order a pizza, should. please. And it's it's just weird interactions like every time they meet each other it's always like happy smiles, shake your hands, make a stupid comment and let's happy dance through this. And it's like no, you all should be pissed. Half of you should be bloodied from the dick down, just in <laughs> case. I want to see some strife. Like, I guess they maybe that was a bit big disconnect. I, lo- I I'll sing the praises of the Last Jedi all, all fucking day, but I do think they swung and missed hard on that. That Wait, when but they still show- like, go ahead,
2: I feel like Ray was like frustrated and like pissed off like the whole movie for the
1: Last Jedi. She wasn't tried at all the whole fucking movie. That's not Wait, true. Well, I- I don't true. think she was tried the entire movie. She wasn't putting. You, in, she wasn't s- put in a difficult situation. What do you mean? All her friends were off fighting. She
2: chose to stay because she had hope that like Luke would help her. So she she's, stuck stuck on she's on vacation.
1: She's on vacation in Ireland, and you're talking first, about strife.
2: The first time when he said, "I won't train you," she should have gotten back the Millennium Falcon, flew back, and helped them. That's. Because- because now she's when she goes back and finds out everything that's happened, she's gonna feel like she could have been there to help, which is the same thing that Luke faced on Dagobah the first time. It was like, I should go help my friends. And eventually she ends up doing that. She has to make that decision. Do I stay here and keep trying to convince Luke? Or do I go off and do what I think needs to be done? Which is her thing. She has to learn to make her own decision. It's not gonna be like a physical, her challenges aren't gonna be physical. They're gonna be about like making decisions. They're gonna be about taking responsibility for herself and like kind of letting herself be her own destiny.
1: What's the top mental decision that she had to go through and make? What's the most difficult situation in seven and eight, put it together, that she had to like, deny Kylo's hand to join him? Like that was a difficult- No, like, well
2: in seven the whole time, like it's very clear that like, she thinks she needs to stay on Jakku. For whatever reason, like she Mm -hmm. feels like she needs to be there. She gives up on that when she gets a call to a bigger purpose. She sees Finn willing to leave and she tries to convince him to stay, even though she just herself, like, convinced herself to stay. She has, like, this draw that, like, she has to help them, even though she doesn't have to. So she's, like, going against her own nature, which is the same. Like, Luke never faced a challenge like that. Luke just did everything he thought he should do the whole time. He never once had to stop and sit down and say, like, I have to do this or that. Like, throughout the original original trilogy, like, Luke just was so whimsical and was like, oh, shit, over here? All right, I'm going over there. Oh, shit, over there? All right, I'm going over there.
1: Oh, and no, don't... I'm not always, saying
0: the original trilogy was better at that. No,
2: I'm just... I think that, like, her her challenges aren't going to be, like, Anakin's challenge. Like, they're all... That's why... Like,
0: they're all now, in so, different yeah, situations.
2: Yeah, each saga is, like, really separating itself and, like, not just visually how it's told, but also, like, the character. Like, what challenges is the character given? and each of them are so so different but that's the problem is that people are projecting that they want the same issues and the same like aesthetics in the sequel trilogy as the original trilogy but that would be pointless
0: i like that you said but, that it's like anakin and luke and ray are going through a similar thing but with a different environment like they all have to go through these trials and tribulations to get from point a to point b but they're based on the the state of the galaxy at the time and where they come from they're all uh, they're all approaching it like a different way and running into different obstacles along the way
2: and they're all kind of have like abandonment issues or like a lack of uh, like definitive background mm-hmm. but they all are affected by that differently Where like ray wants to stay and wait for her family or whoever to come back luke wants to run off and join the fight and Anakin wants to save the people that he loves. Like, they're all three different responses to the same, like, psychological issues that they had from their, like, childhood and growing up.
1: Well, they're all trying to find themselves. That's, that's... Eh, point,
2: I think Anakin, blank. I think Anakin was, like, the most, sadly, the most clear-minded. Like, no, he, he, was, he was, and he was, yet.
1: yeah, and he was, like, a mechanic. He was a slave. He wanted to help people, you know. He had attributes prior <laughs> to leaving. Like, we just see 18-year-old motherfucker playing with toys in the fucking sand clean. Oh, my God. Meanwhile,
0: his dad had built an entire protocol droid from scratch and a pod racer. Oh, my God. I
1: can't. The issue is so, and this is the issue I have with all Star Wars films. That they're not serious enough. And I think what's holding him back is because they are in the end, children's. Stories they can't really get that deep and that that evil, but I don't like. I think it takes away from the feeling of a movie when you force some comedy in there, like they do. Especially it's it's glaring in the Last Jedi. Like you get to a very serious point, and then there'll be something Chewbacca can't eat a pork because I'm like, uh, I get it. It's funny, but. We have Snoke, Kylo, and Rey going up and down the fucking dark side. Yeah, but Crazy notice there's shit. no
0: there's no comedic breaks during the throne room scene whatsoever. Are you sure about that? Because they're at Canto Bite. While no, by the time the throne room scene comes around, they're on, on, s- the, on the ship, about to get executed.
1: And I don't think- get me wrong, I think I think the last shot I did a better job out of all the movies to make it feel like the good guys have their backs up against the wall. They're not going to automatically win. We finally saw someone... Well, yeah, they they essentially lost. But we finally see someone like have to sacrifice their own fucking life. Holdo had to sacrifice herself for the rest of them to get away. That was one major thing why I liked The Last Jedi. But in the end, the dialogue between characters took me away from the seriousness a lot. And
0: the Force... Comedic stuff. I would I agree it. that they went a little too far in, in eight. I won't. It's supposed I won't to be the downfall that. of the fucking resistance, and mm-hmm. they start off with a phone call joke. Well, Shinobi says here that forced comedy has always been in there from even from the beginning. Like there are jokes like that in there. So in was all the Wilhelm scream. Get it out. <laughs> get it out. I actually would have loved them to keep the Wilhelm scream in. I get it for them. You know, letting the past die, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I understand. I'm really glad that uh, 3PO and R2 were not in solo whatsoever. That was finally great. Um, But no, I think the Force comedy is in there. I think Last Jedi maybe had... We said this probably on a review of it back in the day. Like one or two pushed jokes a little too far. But other than that. But I think where it needs to stay serious, it does. Like Especially the throne room scene with Snoke and Kylo and Rey. Like, no one in that scenario is cracking jokes whatsoever because it's the most intense part of the movie. Yeah. I know what you I, mean, though.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what it is because Shinobi brings up Jar Jar. But I think Jar Jar, I think he had a place, in, especially in episode one, okay, because it was very playful. It really wasn't that intense yet. There was no war. There wasn't a war yet. There was no father. There was no Star Wars. That should have just been called Star Peace. <laughs> Star Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Star Agreements. Star Agreements. Um, I don't know what it is. I just...
0: I know what you're saying. So you're struggling for co- like a, a definitive thing for what you're... You suspect something subconsciously, but you don't know exactly how to define it. I understand. I understand.
1: Yeah, it's... If, if they made a movie without that forced comedy, you know how much better... And from a certain point of view, of course, about how much better it would be. I don't know. Like, you can have comedy in there that's not someone know. actively saying a fucking joke. All right. Like, see,
0: I, oh. see, how do you yeah, feel about this? How do you feel about this in, in, in Infinity War? Like, when you saw that's Infinity different. War, do you think... I know it's, it's different because it is the darkest MCU movie that we've had so far. But like, well, I mean, it's like that genre is
2: kind of cheeky in a way, where it's like it's allowed. It's already established that it's gonna nod, it's gonna wink, it's gonna like be self-referential. Like, even if Star Wars has Easter eggs, I feel like it's dangerous if it's self-referential. And like, there's this one of the things about Star Wars, I think, is that like they do a really good job at like cosmic irony or like letting make establishing that like the viewer is more aware of everything that's happening than the actual characters inside of it. Yeah. So like, that's one thing that I like about the last Jedi is the way that Luke references like Sidious or the way that like they talk about Vader. It's a very like limited knowledge thing, but like when they start making jokes or references, that is something that like a viewer would say. And I think that's where that bridge like kind of
1: collapses. Collapses, exactly. Like the only reason they said that wasn't to make anything better about the physical movie, it was so the audience was just like, I get it. Like, oh
2: my God. I think it's important to show that like Luke has found out more about what happened. Like, instead of just thinking that like, oh, all Luke knows is everything he's been around for, like to show that he has an understanding of what happened before. But I don't know. I think moving forward, we're going to see a lot of things tied in together between all three sagas. So that's why I'm saying hopefully they do it right where it's still like the characters don't know everything, but if they can start to get pieces and like talk about those pieces to each other, then the viewer gets to put it together without thinking like, okay, cool. Everybody in star Wars knows as much as we do, which is kind of pointless. Cause
1: then why are we watching it? Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: You, you said a lot of words there. Uh, Lo- the so only- Kerner said something about Logan. Yeah, I was just going to yell at him. But quickly, the only thing that I was going for with the Infinity War reference was like, there's obvious comedy in Infinity War, but it didn't take me away from the major stakes that happened throughout the movie. That really, makes sense. It, it did for me. Did it really? So I that's, uh, major like...
1: scenes with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, but that's Guardians thing. God, I guy, I uh, completely understand that, and that's <laughs> the only reason Chris Pratt is that his name. Chris Pratt's in it because he's goofy. But that did take away. Like Thor just lost his brother, ten, almost died himself. Ten minutes later, he's calling the fucking thing a rabbit, and they're all giggling and yelling at each other. And I'm like. Why Thor should be very serious during this. Very fucking serious. One, because his brother died. Two, he almost died. Three, Thor or whatever. Well, he also kind of hates his brother. Dude, he was in tears crying 10 minutes later. He's making
0: fun and jokes and I'm like... And he was crying
2: 10 minutes after too though. When him and Rocket sit down and talk about it, he's like tearing up.
0: Yeah, I feel like especially for the Guardians, that's like how they deal with that shit is just making jokes instead of confronting like why they're but fucking heartbroken.
2: Like, yeah, with Infinity War, they're like we're used to 10 years of Iron Man being a smartass when he's about to die. Like you're kind of like we we've been trained to like just brush that stuff off where it becomes it almost becomes funnier like the third or fourth time you see Infinity War. And then you're you're able to giggle because it's not as intense and like it's not as high stakes cuz you already know like what's going to happen. But we're kind of used to that with Marvel movies. But like with Star Wars, we're used to kind
0: of. I don't know. Hitting. I would say that those, uh, those comedic cracks are still in there, though. Like every interaction with Han and 3PO, every, everything oh, no, Han yeah. says in Five is like that. But, like, but I'm I not, I'm never, not, not used to it in Star Wars. Whoa, whoa,
1: but I like that. I like the Han C3PO back and forth because Han is, his character's actually pissed at C3PO.
0: He's not making a joke for the audience to laugh. Well, that's how Star Lord is too. That's just how he deals with shit. He cracks jokes instead of realizing that he's actually pissed about something.
1: True, but I like if I had to pick, I would prefer the Doctor Strange and Tony Stark banter back and forth because they're not jokes, but they're making fun of each other and it's fucking funny.
0: Yeah, but they're making
1: fun of each other because it's serious shit going on and they disagree on things.
2: I think that's that's my line. I don't think I think the issue with the comedy in the last Jedi is that some people felt that the jokes required like a literal like laugh out loud when like Star Wars has never been laugh out loud comedy it's been kind of like sly or witty yeah. or like smart ass stuff nice. but when I the first time I watched the last Jedi alone and Luke threw the lightsaber that did not feel like a comedic
0: moment no I was you believe me I was pissed the first time it happened it felt like, it was supposed to be a joke that didn't right. play.
2: Like, everyone was supposed to laugh out loud. But then when I watched it alone for the first time, it, like, felt heavy. And you I was know, like, okay, I get what you might have been going for. That's why I think some of them might just been, like, stylistic or writing misses. I don't think it's, like, a threat to, like, the IP or to the canon that The Last right. I exists the way it does. It was just, if it failed in some ways, it failed, and you move forward from there. But, I don't know. I, I, I like the movie, and I always will.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I do, too. I'm nitpicking, and we never even really answered my question because we got into other shit. It's but I think that's that's the thing. It's the people. Yeah. It's us. It's us. <laughs> We're the what, guilty. What do, you, what do you guys expect? Like, going into nine. What are your guys' expectations? I know Cody says he tries not to have any, but I think that's the opposite. I of have so said. many. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: have- I guess, yeah, as a fan, of course, I have some. I'm trying to... I think the reason I love Solo so much is that I went in and first of all, we had that event at Gateway. So I was distracted with that. And second of all, I just, after everything that happened with eight, I wasn't trying to, man, I hope Jabba shows up. I hope Boba Fett shows up, et cetera, et cetera. Like we may have talked about those things, but I wasn't like in the theater waiting for Boba Fett to appear. Like that stuff wasn't in my head for that movie. I just really had nothing to go off of. So I just sat there and enjoyed the movie like it was. So I'm now that I've had that experience. I'm trying to do that more often with, especially with nine when that comes up. Um, as a super fan, wise, I don't know. I would say like Knights of Ren. It'd be nice to know more about that. Like if Snoke's gone and Kylo is leading the First Order by himself, I feel like he needs some backup. I feel like him and Hux are gonna have some real tension there. Like Hux wants to be in control, feels like he deserves to be in control, especially after he saw Kylo embarrass himself in front of Luke and lose the first or lose the Resistance on Crate. Like there's gonna be well, some back and forth there. To get there.
2: He did a lot of stuff to get where he was. So he's going to be pissed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some tension there. I would love... They've mentioned the Knights of Ren, but we haven't seen them. Like, where are all those apprentices, former apprentices of Luke? Uh, I, I guess I would say biggest expectation for me is Force Ghost Luke training Ray, And hopefully Anakin gets thrown in there or Yoda gets thrown in there or something. But definitely... Mark Hamill as a force ghost training Ray. I just want smooth transitions. I don't. I just want the crawl. As long as the crawl is there, I'm happy. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to crawl. No, I um
1: I I I wholeheartedly expect something out of left field that none of us have ever expected. We all think, oh, there's a possibility of like Kylo becoming good because he's conflicted, blah, blah, blah. But what if they end on a crazy note where Kylo and Ray have to come together again, but the very last thing is like they find out about a like a like a vicious character at the end where no one's controlling shit. And they're all pawns of this dude's game. Mm. I'm not saying that has to be it. But I want something like that, big time, to blow me out. To blow me, actually.
0: Big time, big
1: time, <laughs> big
2: time. I don't know, man. I'm. Uh... We're getting some. We're gonna get something outer rim. Like I'm... everything for the past three years has been leading to some major conflict with someone we've never seen before.
0: Yeah. Like
2: The new Thrawn book. There's references in Tarkin. There's references in like aftermath. There's like rebels. Like so many things have been leading up to like there's something out there. And I, I still think, but I think we're going to get like, I think we're going to get Naboo. I think we, we're going to get Coruscant. I think we're going to get Tatooine. Like, I think we're going to get locations that are going to tie everything together.
1: That's a very good point, And I really like that. You said that because it, it does feel like instead of, so they reference back to themselves so hard in so many different ways, except for planets like Rogue One, we they didn't touch a fucking surface that has already been touched. Except for Mustafar, I guess. But, um, no, I and I feel like they're always trying to pave their own way rather than just just make something
0: I, I don't know like it's even how it's to a put it a delicate balance though between cuz we've complained about fan service. Fan fan service. Like I feel like it's a, it's a delicate balance between giving us all that shit that reminds us of the other movies and not just sticking in the old movie territory.
1: But it'd yeah. be awesome. Just think about how awesome it would be if if for some reason like in the Millennium Falcon after 8 where would the resistance go? Naboo. Naboo! It makes so much fucking sense. But that does that's not forced. That makes complete sense. Where would Leia go? Alderaan's already gone. She's got Naboo bloodline. That's there, there, she would probably have
0: more friends than anywhere. Well,
2: that's where it all started, too. And that's where it's
0: gonna fucking from end from a storytelling standpoint. That would be the most beautiful yeah. thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, I but saw I saw, the the tweets, uh, I saw tweets. I saw tweets like go ahead. I was gonna say I saw a tweet like, for example, Star Wars, at least for the for one through six, was about Anakin Skywalker. So, what better way to tie everything together in nine than bringing Anakin Skywalker back in some way?
2: That's why. That's why I think we're gonna see. Well, it, I would like to see those four like locations: Mustafar and Naboo, Coruscant, Tatooine. Those four places are like everything that happened to Anakin. Pretty much happened on in those four locations, mm-hmm. but, in the Leia bloodline book, she gets <laughs> she gets stuff passed down to her from Padme that had been kept in secret, and it had been kept on Naboo. In that, I'm pretty sure it's like that same lake house that her and Anakin go to, but there's a chest there that ends up having a recording. <laughs> I
0: was say, there's Not a though. chest there. Yeah, I bet yeah. there is a chest there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Padme
2: has a recording for Leia of everything that happened that Padme had, like, recorded specifically for her, that, like, Bale... Or someone ends up passing it down to her in Bloodlines. uh, And it has, like, a recording from Bale. So I think that them going back to Naboo can do a lot as far as, like, connecting everything.
1: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Space text. And I don't know. Maybe you just hinted to it, but... So you're, you're saying in Bloodlines, Padme actually did have something and that she passed or was supposed to pass down, you said?
2: Oh, yeah. It was all this stuff that Padme left behind um, and other people knew about it and were supposed to give it to... Til- it's it's all in Bloodlines. But basically, Padme left stuff for Leia on Naboo.
1: So like, explain oh, what,
0: what was happening because obviously they yeah. never met their parents. But what if it was a, a
1: vital piece of information? It was. It told her who her father was. Yeah, but how would she get back to
2: But that all it it's it has to do with like Bale, Bale explained a lot to her through recording after he was dead too. Like it's all tied in. You you got to read that book before Resistance comes out. Every...
1: <laughs> okay, Mopar. How many sentences did you just start? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my Everyone God. needs to read or listen to Bloodlines before the Resistance cartoon comes out because it's mm-hmm. it's going to be tied together like undoubtedly. Okay. And it's the best, it's the best
0: Leia content ever. She's a badass. I actually don't have that book yet. So, time to get it. It's so good.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I am still, I'm, I'm excited for the Padme book because of this link. Just me being not the biggest Padme fan doesn't mean anything. I'd rather hear about probably 90% of the other characters, honestly. But I think this Padme book has a, a fucking super amount of potential. Like it could change everything so that's why I think it could be very pivotal um but if it's not that pivotal like there's a delicate balance there it could be atrocious if there's if it doesn't have like that pivotal key that, the main character if she doesn't get naked in two or three scenes holy <laughs> shit. um don't expect a lot out of that book
0: why would you say that I expect everything I'm a Star Wars fan
2: <laughs> that, book, that book's not going to be like very tied I don't think to
0: everything you're a,
1: you're a fucking liar see so, yeah, that's what about. I'm scared of is it, it's going to be kind of frilly it's just going to
2: be a character thing like she's yeah. in the she's in the um, the new Thrawn book but it's not like she does cool stuff but it's not like crazy
1: so I, what I do enjoy and it pisses me off at the same time just like the color teal is Star Wars content like you could have stuff 90% of the time it doesn't mean shit it's just kind of laser swords and guns but that little 10% circle that connects everything that one conversation that Padme has with a character in Clone Wars that changes outcomes in later movies oh why the commander passed out that's what I fucking that's love why you about watched. Star Wars honestly that's,
2: that's why you guys watched all of Rebels right
0: almost all of Rebels
1: I don't remember what I've seen in Rebels. I need to honest. order the Blu-ray. But it's
2: exactly what you're talking about. Like you, there's little things in there where you're like, okay, that's why I watched all these seasons. Was even if it's that one little piece in the final season in the last three episodes, you're like, okay, oh, I can never see Star Wars the same again. Like that just,
0: yeah. You did yeah. say that about the last Jedi, or not? Uh, excuse me, the Clone Wars last week. You're like. I guarantee there's ones that I've just kind of had on in the background and they said some one line that changed the universe that I didn't get to see. But that's unfortunate that the three fucking episodes before that
1: one threw me so off that I couldn't give a fuck. God damn it, Dave. See, what that's are you doing? the issue. That's the issue. And it's not a major issue. It's because I have the fucking... What was I talking about?
0: I don't know. Guess what I just found out. What was that? I think Rebels is on Amazon Prime Video. It's on. Um, it's on the Disney XD app. XD app. I don't have the XD I watch app. It. How would I have that? Is that free?
2: If you have Disney on your cable. I
1: don't have cable. I don't have cable either. Actually, I think I do.
2: I might. I might uh, just Kiss, order the blu rays Kiss Anime. If you have Kiss Anime or Kiss Cartoon, it's on there.
1: I'm gonna look up tune
0: Get. That's my uh, backwater shit that I use. Yeah, eat. it's usually <clears> all on there. I will find it and I will watch it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm reading the Thrawn book though. How far it does uh, is the is it written <laughs> like he's a fucking vampire <laughs> because all he does is breathe heavy and talk slow. <laughs> Wait, did you read the first one? He, he listened uh, I'm to still 99 percent of the way through it because the goddamn book drags on and on and on.
0: Oh, uh, the first one's so good. I've heard bad things about the first one, honestly. What? Like, I've never heard of like bad it's thing, great. But- Everyone that I've heard say something about Thrones like. Yeah, it's great because it's thrawn, but honestly, it's like kind of slow. Oh no, it's an amazing book. I completely
1: disagree. Until I get to that ten percent again. I gotta find I gotta I'm looking for the needle in the haystack of the ten percent that matters in the fucking book. I got a few more books oh. I need to order, it looks like.
2: Well, eh. I don't know. I like the first one better than the second one so far.
1: Well, a big part of it was cause they put that crazy Kentucky twang on his First mate or whatever. His oh, dude's name Eli Banto. Oh,
2: Eli, yeah. that dude's the best,
0: dude. I have the U- I have the U-tini box in my car. I fucking forgot to bring it in. It has Thrawn in it with the Comic Con cover signed.
2: The new one. The new one's. It's good. <laughs> I just I don't think I don't think Zahn can write Anakin. That's the only problem
0: no um, one can raise again. He's the force.
1: Just as a side note, ToonGet.net does have all the way through the end of season four oh of god. Rebels. Oh my god. So I recommend going out over there.
0: Guess what? I just
2: tonight. Watch, just, literally, if you just watch season four, honestly. Yeah.
1: I think I've gotten probably two seasons in, but I really didn't pay too much attention. Actually, I watched all the way through the death wasn't it, it wasn't Death It was Mandalore, where they were in the crust, right? Under the crust. Where Darth Maul Malachor. and Ahsoka Malachor, that's that's your right.
2: Yeah, as long as you see that Vader Ahsoka fight, then you can see yes. season four.
1: Okay, that's then I'll just jump to season four then. And I actually I'm not even sure I, I saw all the way up to that because I, I chose that. Because that's one of the most epic matches ever. Because that's yeah. one of the most Vader things I've ever heard. Because Ezra goes up against him. I'm not scared of you, then you'll die braver than most. Holy shit! That was the greatest line I've ever heard. I love it. It's so Vader.
2: Uh, did you see the new Vader stuff? Where he got uh, he convinced Tarkin and a couple other people to try to hunt him down on a, like a planet or a moon. He talked other people to hunt himself down. He convinced Tarkin and like I think it was like Tarkin and twenty troops on some like moon to try to hunt down Vader. Because have you read Tarkin? I have. So you know his background on Urdu is like his family was like, they go out and they do that hunt and everything.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like his coming of age thing.
2: Yeah, so in the new Vader comic, Tarkin is like hunting down Vader as a challenge with like 20 other people. (laughs) Dude, it's an Harley.
0: That's crazy, man. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. They're all savages. They're both savages. They're both good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, what are your expectations when you go into a Star Wars movie? (laughs) I
0: want Force Ghosts. I want (coughs) Luke cutting down AT-ATs at the feet. I want everything. So, and and just to simplify it, I know I said it earlier, but I want
1: to feel struggle. I want to feel strife, whether it could be good guys or bad. I don't give a... It could be bystanders dying or something weird like that. I want to feel like... Holy shit, this is happening. Whatever this is,
0: insert big boss.
1: Whatever the fuck is happening.
0: I will say that I usually do feel those things in the comics and the novels, but never in the movies. Yeah. So I would agree with you there. Last Jedi did push it a little bit. I mean, I did. the Resistance is a dozen people on the Falcon. Like, obviously, things are bad. So we did start getting that, but I would love more focus on the good guys are in a fucking shitty situation. They have to figure it out. Would be great. Yes, go ahead, Jacob. Yes,
2: Mr. Uh, Weiss. The the most recent Poe Dameron comics, uh, The Awakening, parts one through five. Mm -hmm. You can find them on YouTube. uh, I think like Star Wars Comics or whatever does a video for them where it just goes through all the panels. Or if you have the comic app, um, it all takes place between The Force Awakens and kind of like right after The Last Jedi. But it's about like, it's, while they're on the Falcon, they're retelling kind of everything that happened during the Force Awakens. There's like a moment where Finn asks Poe, like what happened? Like, I don't remember anything from, the last thing I remember was like being in a lightsaber fight with Kylo and then like waking up, like what happened? And Poe tells it from his point of view. And then Black Squadron's been out looking for allies between like that whole like period of the Force Awakens after they destroyed Starkiller base, they went out looking for allies because
1: Leia sent them out. Wait, which the is, whole period of The Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, which is why they weren't there. So they explained that that's one of the reasons why Poe went up alone. And then Poe was like, oh, I have to like challenge the First Order's ego to create like a distraction so that you guys can evacuate. So, like, they go into that whole thing. Um, so, if you want to know a little bit more about that, like, that's, you should read those.
1: Wait, you're saying he went alone to create a distraction so they could evacuate the planet they were on?
2: Yeah, so what happened was they showed up at like the first order showed up at the car and they were literally just chilling. Like the resistance was just hanging out. And then they were like celebrating. And then 3PO, obviously, 3PO is the one that finds out that they're there. And then everyone's like, oh shit, like we gotta get the fuck out of here. And Poe's like, I have a really bad idea. Like I'll go up there. And he's like, the first order is all ego. Like if I can just challenge them, then. Like pretty much one on one, then it'll be the biggest distraction because they'll want to shoot me down. So he like explains that whole thing, and then Black Squadron wants to back him up, and then Leia stops them and says like, "I need you guys to go look for allies." And so then then it follows like their trip looking for allies, which is kind of a failure, also. But hmm. it's it's just five comics. You should read it. It's the five most recent ones. It's called The Awakening.
0: Okay, I've uh, learned a terrible truth, actually. The Marvel Comics app that I have—that's pretty amazing. It doesn't put things on the app until a certain, until they've been out for a certain length of time. That's good. No, it is good. But yeah, so if like some of the newest stuff, once by the time I catch up with everything, I'm gonna have to go buy a few. Or what's the one that you have, Mopar? Like that's based on Amazon? Is it like Comixology. And it has all the absolutely newest current stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. That'd be I, don't a good think question. Al-
2: I don't think they're allowed to because yeah. the comic book shop issue.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to have to go buy a few physical copies of like the Poe and the Vader and everything else. I will say,
1: and I'm sure it's the same thing, but every time I go on Comicsology, there's always a super fucking hyper sale going on. It's like 85% off. I just opened it up and said 83% off e-shit e- right now.
2: Like, <laughs> Make dude, sure I can- you uh- Make sure you unsubscribe from their emails though, because that shit will stack
1: up. <laughs> oh yeah, I always
2: do. And that's
1: what I do. I'll, if it forces me, I go right into my emails and I will unsubscribe. I can't stand. Yeah, it's, it's fucking
0: crazy. Um, okay. Yeah. What? The Wait.
2: Hell? When are we? When are we starting to play uh, Battlefront again?
0: Whenever they fix I everything th- and make I it s- good, I still play it. I play it uh, a couple times a week. So. Alright, so I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Let me look this up. Uh Battlefront. Uh what was the fucking that name of that thing called? Roadmap. So No, I, I still enjoy the game thoroughly. The it's last fun. update that I saw was that they put Palpatine back in the game. I haven't seen anything since then. So what I want to know is. Where's the thing? So fall is supposed to be. Obi-Wan and Grievous, the new Conquest mode, Clone and Hero new appearances, and the squad system's going to be fixed. So once that happens, I think I'm going to go ball Z back into the game. But until then, you know, I don't play too much anyway, so it's just going to be PUBG and Overwatch and shit until that point. For me, personally. Well, personally.
1: What the fuck, man? Battlefront's fun. I like it. I enjoy it still.
0: Um, it's a it's a cool game. Okay, <laughs> not to get back into it, but it got fucking crazy once they tried to do that update and Palpatine was murdering everyone through walls and all that bullshit.
1: Yeah, and I I mean that's that's small stuff. But if I, uh oh,
0: something's happening. <laughs> so his prostitute has arrived. His prostitute? Yeah, twix. or is he the prostitute? He he's, is. Well, he's, he's got a call for a job, man. Yeah.
1: Like he's got one of those restaurant table buzzers. <laughs> 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 like your hookers ready? <laughs> She's all no, time. Up. <laughs> <laughs> no, i i I still say, and I'll stand by. I think the game's fun. It has its flaws, clearly, especially like gameplay and matchmaking and that sort of thing. But I still thoroughly enjoy it. I think uh I I get excited when I get on Camino or something like that. Like I haven't played this one in a while. At this point I haven't played Tatooine in like a month. And so I'm just waiting for it to come what? back around. Um, but I I I think it's fun. If it wasn't a Star Wars game, I think it everybody would like it better.
0: There's just such high expectations for Star Wars games. I think if it was not a Star Wars game, no one would play it. Like I think it has I also flaws. I don't think there's high
1: expectations.
0: I don't know, man. After going and playing other games, especially Overwatch, is the, the glaring one, it's like, oh, this game is made to be a fucking game. Like, when you go back and play Battlefront after that, it's like, the littlest things are just so frustrating. I feel like if it wasn't Star Wars game and didn't have, like, that universe and those characters and graphics and settings and everything, the people wouldn't play because it it's not that great of a game. It's fun you because imagine, we're Star Wars fans. Could you
1: imagine if they made something like an Overwatch game just with Star Wars characters? Because that would... Probably That'd be
0: one of the best-selling things of all time. Guaranteed. They need to fucking unleash the game. license and let somebody else make a Star Wars game.
2: Say what you will about the Call of Duty franchise now, but I've been watching a lot of the Black Ops 4 um, gameplay this week for beta. That game shipped complete. Even though like the Battle Royale stuff isn't in it yet, That the game modes that they have are perfectly worked out. People are expecting a high-quality AAA game title, and it delivered for a beta And it's already like, yeah, there's going to be stuff that pops up. But like the game already feels like a full game.
0: And Battlefront's been out for how long? That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. But I still play it because it's fun to me. I mean, it's definitely fun because it's Star Wars.
2: Yeah, if you gave me Call of Duty skin, not even... I don't even need like the battlefield like depth. Like if you gave me... Because I'd say Battlefront is closer to Call of Duty. Like, the, just the running gun style. Yeah. If you gave me that AAA game, like, engine and the way that matchmaking is and the personality and the customization for it and just skinned it as Star Wars, it'd be a huge game.
1: I don't know why they didn't dig deeper into the customization. Like, they tried. Like, you can get
2: a did scope. They?
1: And, like, well, they did. It looked like they, there was at least a thought, like, we should have some customization but then you get your guns, and you're like, "I can put a weird scope on it, and that's it. That's all." Well, I by can the do? time you, by the time you get the scope,
2: you can already play with the next gun. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So then, <laughs> then you end up not even using the scope.
0: Yeah, and there's, <laughs> and there's, four, there's only there's four, four guns. There's four guns. <laughs> yeah, and the mod for almost every single one is just here's a scope, and here's like a reduced recoil, and that's it.
2: Yeah, and the only really difference is fire rate between each of the guns. The damage is barely different.
0: Like, yeah. I feel you. Like it, it as a Star Wars fan, it's fun running around as Darth Maul and cutting people up, but the time. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel time. like it it runs out, and then I need to wait until their next big update to make it feel fresh again, and then I can go play it again for like a month and a half, two months, and then again, I'm just kind of waiting for the next thing. So, like I said, as soon as they I fix mean, like yeah. the squad system, and yeah. if if they do bring back conquest mode, like I hope they will. And people have been saying like the new big mode is supposed to be like conquest. I think that could change a lot. Just that mode could change a lot.
1: Man, I was I'm just thinking what if they made like the the Tie Fighter game from 90 whatever, 3 or 4 whatever the fuck just make an update for that. You had different missions, you flown you flew in, you actually had different tie fighters you could you could choose a tie defender Fly in, do a certain mission.
2: Oh, yeah. It's like DLC, like arcade stuff.
0: That's yeah. one thing I'm honestly shocked about. I, I'm so surprised that there's a max of three ships per faction. And for the First Order and Resistance, it's two ships per faction. I'm honestly surprised they haven't released more ships for that. Where's the Defender? Where's the fucking B-Wing? Where's all those things?
1: They And they're oh, yeah. introducing shit. The U-Wing,
0: you just went through Rogue One and you can't be a U-Wing? Dude, there's no Rogue One content in there, now that I think about it. Jeez, like, there's what no are you Rogue doing? There's no Rogue One content anywhere. And the funny thing is for the for the first Battlefront in 2015, they rushed to get it out to meet Force Awakens, but there was no Force Awakens content, but then there was Rogue One content. And now we have all Force Awakens and Last Jedi content, but no Rogue One content at all. Wait, there was Rogue One content on the first Battlefront? Yeah, they released that one game mode that was like, you started in space above Scarif and then once you got to this checkpoint, then you landed on the beach. Oh my God, I got to play that then.
2: Yeah. See, I want to see what happens if like B-Spawn or Sledgehammer or like Activision, like one of those developers gets their hands on a Star Wars game. I mean, the I'm like obviously biased right now because I'm playing so much Black Ops, but the game came out eight years ago. And I'm still playing with new guns that I never played with before.
0: Yeah, I think just in general, it's like just unleashing a license to let other developers have a stab at at things. That was such a bad idea. Yeah. like And just think of what they did when LucasArts was still around, like back around Revenge of the Sith era. Like, there's so many different types of Star Wars games that you could do. Like, let us have a, a deep open world sandbox RPG. Let us have some MMO type thing. Let us have a shooter. Let us have a fucking starfighter game. Like, Dude, limits- why can't I
1: play co op anything in Star Wars? I want to go online, choose a fu- like just like Resident Evil 4, 5, 6, and 10. Like I can be one character in, in the story. Kerner can log in and be the other character, and let's go through something, go through a storyline. You know how epic that would be? Well, they need to bring back like the
2: LucasArts games as like a studio or at least as like a distribution. Like, yeah. Whereas LucasArts can decide, okay, you guys make this, or we have this concept for a game, this studio and this engine would be best for it. And like kind of let people do their thing. Cause on, I could see if this keeps going with like the movies and the shows, I could see five years down the line getting like an in-depth RPG from like an RPG studio instead of like EA trying to build an RPG
0: game. If everyone wants it. Right. Like
2: and they need to let it go specifically to the people that make
0: those games. Yeah, like let Bethesda give me something in the Star Wars universe. Oh my god. <laughs> I would fucking die. I would clean my pants I, uh, and I would die. You know how my much phone, money my that phone would, would be off? My phone would be off for two weeks. Let Bioware make Kill three 3. Uh, Just let Bioware. Yeah, let Bioware do. Let anything. Bioware dot 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 fill in the fucking do whatever, man. Let
1: them do anything.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't man.
1: care. You could
0: I know. It's frustrating.
1: No, and I'm not sitting here saying Battlefront 2 is like a great fucking game. And no way. I no. get on there because if I want to play for an hour and no one else is on, I'll I'll fucking fly a Naboo Starfighter and shoot some shit. That's yeah. fucking fun to oh, me. Oh, except
0: you can't because there aren't a Naboo Starfighters in there. Yeah, there are. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, you can be a Naboo Starfighter. But not only in Wait, uh, uh-huh.
1: Galactic Assault. Galactic Assault, you can be the Naboo Starfighter on Naboo. That's the only way, though. You can't.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And they're fucking cool, and they're fast, see? And you can you be in, in the lat, speed. too, but you can't fly the lat. You just have to sit in the fucking little circle ball thing and shoot a laser. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. They were sneaky. Hopefully- I remember when they released that that original footage um, at E3 last year of uh, people playing on Naboo. They were sneaky about that. Like, they showed people in different positions in vehicles... And I was like, oh, it's going to be like Battlefield. You can get in the lat and then switch between the pilot seat and the gunner seat, et cetera, et cetera. No, you can't. You have to get a few points and then cash in and be in the gunner seat for three seconds. But there's no That's reality I- to it either. Like, you can't repair.
1: You can't... No. Like, There's nothing you can do.
2: Hopefully, Geonosis... If they bring... Ge- like, when they bring Geonosis, hopefully that changes the way Galactic Assault's played. Because that was the best thing about those maps before is that they were big enough that you could actually use vehicles. But, like, when you use, like... Vehicles on some of the maps, you can only use them in like this little area because the way the map's designed. Like playing on Crepe, like having a Walker is cool, but you can only move like this much once you're inside. So you end up just getting lit up. And like the old ones, you could actually fly around and like.
1: No, it's a very—it's limited in so many ways, and it's funny because like the first one, I would argue that the second one's better than the first one, but they only upgraded such minimal things, like. The environments are fucking perfect, mm-hmm. but my gun doesn't load until halfway through the fucking match. And uh, what the fuck else? Come on. I can't join a game with my buddy because it's not showing he's even online. Like what?
0: It looks am, great though. I am genuinely interested in how this new squad system is going to work and how this new, uh, the it's new game gonna mode be that big is going to work. That's my thing. But like I said last, I don't know, fucking six or eight episodes ago. Like the reason I uninstalled it was because they unleashed that roadmap they had been prepping forever, and at E3 and everything, <laughs> they're like, "Oh yeah, all that stuff that we said was going to come in a few weeks, it's coming in December. Don't worry about it." Oh I was my like, god, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take a break from this for now. So if it they honestly, like, I, I just want them to like redeem themselves. Like, if Geonosis is great, if the squad system is fixed, and literally that one conquest mode could change so many things. If they're able to implement so- it on the different maps, like that could be a, a game changer for this this game. I don't know.
2: I mean, yeah, maybe more playable, but honestly, the level design is like trash. Like every time you play a map, you play it the same exact way. Like there's only one way to play Crate. There's only one way to play Kessel. There's only one way to play Naboo. Like the game is just so two dimensional when like tactically that it's a great thing to do for a while. But then it just becomes like monotonous, like mindless, like run to A. Exactly. There's no
1: tactics Spot. in any yeah. of it. There's no situational things where, oh, no, they did take this. Now that changes the course of the map.
0: Nothing. That's why it's I a hope maybe line. that conquest thing could change that a little bit. But See, I don't that's know why if- I love the battlefield aspect of it. Yeah. Like,
2: do you
1: have six points? It's not a straight line and six points. They're taking D while you're taking L. And you're yeah, like, fuck. Really we got to get rotating. back to D. Yeah. Yeah. And that you got to think it. about it when we're heading back to D. Should we take a tank or should we fly over there? Should we fucking swim? Should I be a engineer this time? Or even like, I mean, like, stuff. Yeah,
2: it's creative It's not like mode. they
0: don't know what they're doing.
2: Yeah, and there's no creative game modes. Like even extraction is uh, just it's one little difference from like the other game types.
0: Yeah. Because every time there's thing. only like three maps for extraction, and every time the yeah. cargo goes from point A to point B, and that's it.
2: Yeah. And you play the same tunnel, you play the same route from above, you play the same plank. It's, I mean, that's, I think that's the reason that I've been loving uh, going back and playing Black Ops so much is that you play the same maps, but there's 12 different game modes to play on those maps. So, like when you play Domination, that's a whole different game than when you play Search, when you play Free For All, when you play Headquarters, when like all those games, you take different routes, use different guns, use different secondaries, different tactical, like, the team plays together differently. Like you can branch out on your own, different kill streaks. Like there's so much depth for what seems like a simple like run and gun shooter. And like that's why I've been able to play it so much. Cause it's every time I would play around, it's different.
1: Well, what changes is your enemy, and they, you have to yeah. adapt to your enemy's tactics. You don't have to do any of that in battlefront because the enemy's tactics is to run up and shoot you or run, run to a certain point and get a fucking gun to shoot you and it's like yeah yeah no I I completely get that and I if at best I would probably give it a, like a 6 out of 10 because I do think it, it is very repetitive but I do enjoy it it's fun yeah I and just once, don't think
2: I can play it every day I can
1: play it in
0: spurts yeah
1: yeah once I do get a group together and we can all go in it is really fun we're all running around shooting shit and it, you can end up changing the course while not in its entirety, but it, it would change it a little bit where you're kind of talking yeah, to
2: each other. And stuff. I'd, say, I'd say the only thing that really changes in Battlefront is how quickly the game ends.
1: No, that's very true.
2: That's like the only difference. It's like, okay, we won in six minutes. Okay, we won in 10 minutes. We that's didn't even weird... get to the
1: palace. We won. Yeah.
2: Like that's that. the only difference is like how quickly it ends, which is, There's... <sighs> I don't know.
1: No, no, it's, ex- it's extremely frustrating. I still stand by what I say. I, I like it, but uh, yeah. there's way more downfalls than up jumps. It's hard to defend.
0: <laughs> it's, it, it is I hard to wanna, defend. I just want to say, guys, it's very very tough to defend it. Yes. It's very difficult. <laughs> I agree. 100%. That's all I have to say about it. Uh,
1: so what do you guys expect from the Disney series? Mandalore. That doesn't mean anything. Tell me more,
2: I expect, guess. All right. I expect uh, Clan Vizsla. I expect a connection to Sabine Wren.
1: Is the Darksaber still around?
2: Darksaber is gonna be around forever. I expect a <laughs> reference. I expect multiple ref. If it is like around Mandalore, I expect references to the Mandalore Wars. I expect references to the Jedi Civil War, to Revan, to the mask itself.
1: Oh my God.
2: I expect Wait a I, second.
1: Even that's a lot in, of expectations. Uh, even in Legends, wasn't the mask destroyed?
2: Or no? no he, the mask he found it on that ice planet.
1: He fo- well yeah, I remember that, but I thought when Vishit took him in and imprisoned him, I thought he destroyed
2: it. That oh, that's a that's a shinobi question because he knows about uh
1: the MMO. Oh, yeah, that might be beyond. Because I do remember him, Revan in the MMO, unmasked. But maybe that was just the video I saw. Oh, I
2: think that was... Technically, I think that was before the Revan book.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't realize they jumped timeline like that. Like, Okay. I don't know. Shinobi's in the chat. Ask him. Yeah. that. I guess I should know a little more about that. But I was something um, to read about Revan outside of the Revan book.
2: Yeah, because I know the mask isn't in Clone Wars or Rebels. So I would think that it would resurface if they're going to do a Mandalorian plot. Because, um, I mean, the mask is just so big to them. What if... Oh, yeah. See, Shinobi said more details about Visla and Mandal- the first Mandalorian Jedi. That'd be cool. The first Mandalorian Jedi? Ooh, that would also tie back to how the Jedi Palace was built on top of... A Sith, the burial old burial ground, or whatever burial ground, which the Sith burial ground was built on top of an old like light side focus point. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why the Sith built their temple there.
1: That's that's very weird. No, I think that's a cool aspect, but it's it's. Uh, it, I'm just I don't know why I'm going back to Power Rangers, but it's like putting Ivan Ooze in that barrel and putting him, yeah. and he's just <laughs> marinating for a thousand years. When he comes out, he's going to be more powerful. So it's like they're constantly trying to one-up each other and it's fucking themselves over in the end.
2: That's that's why I would be so down if in 9 we go back to Coruscant and it's just this like shitty cyberpunk run-down city that's just been forgotten. Where like so much corruption came from that place because like it was a light side fulcrum and then the Sith built a temple on top of that and then the Jedi built a temple on top of that and then palpatine turned it back into a palace and then and like this and that like back and forth but like coruscant is such this root for like corruption and this like need for power that if they go back to it in nine and it's just destroyed then like there could be this whole plot thing where it's like this is like the fulcrum of like a galaxy and like if we can restore balance and try to bring balance here then that will stretch out like that's where it always starts. Is like whatever's happening in Coruscant affects everywhere.
1: No, I uh, hi, hello, <laughs> thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> welcome Eddie Murphy to the chat. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, we're over here, Eddie. We're over here.
1: Say hi, move cat, move Um, no, and that was kind of what I was thinking about. If if Leia were to go back to Naboo, if it was like kind of scarred by the war. And it wasn't the same old beautiful place. Um, that would just and that's the depth, and that's the effect, and that's the 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 wake of a war is that's what I want to see, but that's not what we see. Like you go, and, uh, uh, <laughs> there's so many. I just feel like we we've done it over and over, and I we know. said it, that's what the podcast is. They, they just missed out on so many options. And so many opportunities. What? What's Wait. the woe? <laughs> uh,
2: I'm just like, the Plagueis novels coming back to me. Naboo is like hugely important. Not just because of Padme and like what happened with Anakin there and what happened with Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, but like Palpatine is also from there. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That is like such an important place that a lot of shit started to turn. And the fact that Palpatine chose that place to start the whole Trade Federation dispute and all that stuff—that
1: is kind of that—that that makes it sound so brutal. And um, Shinobi is correct. Uh, he said, "I think Mopar is mixing up the Max, mask of Mandalore with the mask of Revan," and that's yeah. what I thought. You, everybody was talking about, was the mask. Of I'm talking Revan. about
2: the actual Mandalore, like the not the Mandalorian mask, but like Mandalore's mask.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what he finds. No. Yeah, because that's who he gives it to uh, Candorus, right? In the second well, book? In the
2: novel, they find it in... Or in the
1: novel, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, in
2: that like icy planet. But that, there's also like weird... I forget exactly what happens, but there's like, some weird like spirit there haunting it or something like that.
1: Ajunta Paul. He's everywhere. Oh, man. No, you're, Shinobi's on top of it because that's exactly what I was thinking of. They should just fucking, instead of that, just find the Mask of Revan. That should be laying around somewhere.
2: That's gonna trigger every Mandalorian.
1: Or crate the crates mask, Darth Crate. He's legends though, Mopar. It's not after. Also, it's during this time, I believe, because he was in the Clone Wars with Anakin, Uh, and he becomes he becomes Crate after six. Mm -hmm. Because the fall, yeah, because he was kind of sparked. I think it was slightly after Thrawn, though. Because Thrawn takes over, fails, dies, and then Crate arises because he's like basically the, the only powerful thing ever. The only powerful thing ever.
2: Dude, there's some weird stuff in Thrawn Alliances. <sighs> I don't know. There's some cringy <laughs> moments in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it wouldn't be Star Wars if there wasn't cringe.
2: I'll just I'll just say that there is a moment where Anakin uses the force to puppeteer a dead body. To make it look like it's injured and walk.
0: What? Is that better or worse than fucking <laughs> shooting a peach at your loved one?
1: Oh, <laughs> that is way better. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, it's a peach cobbler, bitch. Um, Woohoo!
0: Master Obi-Wan would be very grumpy. But that's,
1: that's funny that they're limited like that. <laughs> Anakin, have you been lifting fruit again? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what did we tell you? What did we tell it's you about It's like
0: Obi Wan can sense it across the galaxy and he's trying to just do this mission. He's like, damn it, Anakin's fucking around with the pears. Pears? Uh,
2: there, there, there needs to be like a scene of, uh, like an animated scene of Qui Gon doing that to Shmi. And that's like where Anakin landed <laughs> Qui Gon's like feeding Shmi from across the table. <laughs> She's like,
0: there was no father. There was no father. How about now, bitch?
1: Doesn't Qui Gon float that apple towards himself in episode one?
2: He pulls the apple from uh, Jar Jar's mouth, doesn't he?
0: No, Jar Jar snaps it out of his hand. I thought. I think Qui Gon pulls the apple through the forest Uh, and then Jar Jar grabs it with his tongue. Is it through the forest though? I thought it was. No, 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 no. Uh, we're, we're all wrong. Jar Jar just tries to lick it off the table and he snaps his
2: tongue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the out. tongue grab.
0: We're just making shit up now.
2: Which which should be
0: a, <laughs> Any, a move. Anything and, to further the, the Qui-Gon is Anakin's dad storyline. We will do. <laughs> <laughs> just making scenes up. that didn't happen. Thanks, dad. I'm not your father.